This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. On the edge of the box is Madden. Madden trying to manufacture the shot. Gets it away. Yeah! Oh my word! What a goal from Paddy Madden. The Irishman strikes again. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how they broke up, but I always wonder, like, as Taylor Swift at some point said to Matt Healy, like, "What does your dad do?" And he's had to explain, like, "I'll feed the same pet and Benny Dawn to her." Just that's that's been on my mind for weeks. That has. Hello and welcome to the Scarborough War with you on a weekly basis, smashing through the glass ceiling of county news, views, and opinions, and looking, yeah, acceptable. Well, doing it. Yes, every Wednesday we vigorously go at it from 7pm onwards, leaving your upper half coated in bitter but creamy county content. Joining me, Nick Lee, it's a man who hasn't a clue what I'm on about on account of him being all innocent and that. Yes, it's the very innocent and the very chaste Russ Johnson. Oh, chaste, that's a good word. Hello, Russ. Hello, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Summer. Summer's still here, just about hanging in there. I thought he was going to say hot girls summer again then. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I should offer some clarification on that. I, I'm I'm the hot girl. Mm. People don't seem to realise that. Yeah, people seem to think I'm just surrounded, but no, I'm I'm the hot girl. I, I can't believe I'm having to clarify it. Right. I I didn't really know what it was about. To be honest, I just it went over my head a bit. I just like it's, it's going over my head to be honest. But you know you know what I'm like when I, when I get a bit between my teeth and I I get a phrase in my head. That's it. I'm gonna hammer the shit out of it for weeks. But it's, it's good to be back. It's good to have you back anyway. Thanks, I'm it's back. Yeah, I'm back. Yeah, yeah. I'm back. It's always hot girl summer when you're around, Russ. Now I am oh. surrounded by hot girls. Yeah, I'm not. You're, I'm not the hot girl, though, am I? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. You, you are in my eyes, mate. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, that one, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, definitely. I'll take that. That's a, that's a win. That's a win. Um, yeah. So I'm back. And how did it go last week? By the way, was it good? I, I did watch it back. I thought it was good. Did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, I, d- I didn't enjoy looking for the button for fifteen minutes at the, at the end. But, uh... <laughs> but you didn't run the titles twice, did you? So there we go. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So... But w- w- would it have been better? To... I could, I could have run the titles twice in the time it took me to find the bloody button. <laughs> you could. 
It's finding the but it's finding that button. It's a, it's a problem for us men. Always has been. Always Speak for yourself. Be. <laughs> um, so tonight we well, this is our last show, season nine, episode twenty nine. Series nine. We're not American. Series. Oh, keep series, on doing season. that. Sorry. But you know why? Do you know why I keep on getting that mixed up? Because in football we have seasons, don't we? And that's always yeah. been a case. That's why I keep on doing that. But it's not season because we started in January. So it's Series 9, Episode 29. Series is still going, but we're done for this season. That's... Yes. Yeah. And we're only going to be off for a couple of weeks anyway. So it's not like... Yeah. Two weeks. Yeah. And then we're back. Just in time for the fixtures to come out. It might be a Thursday show when we come back, like it was last year, because that's the day the fixtures come out on. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. And we can all look at the fixtures, can't we, and go, which ones do you like? Well, I like the Grimsby match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're we're playing twenty three teams twice, know, on yeah. twice, yeah, one at home, one away, with, yeah, with two televised games most likely. Oh, oh look, look who we got on Boxing Day. Um, they're, they're the main ones, aren't they? Opening Day, last day, and Christmas. They're, they're the ones you're and bank holidays. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think they make There's more not sense. A big one that I'm looking at, thinking, oh, I can't wait. When's that going to be? You know, no. I, I, there's ones that you look out for, though, isn't there? I always look out for crew. I yeah. always have done, you know. Um, I guess we're going to look out for Wrexham, aren't we? I mean, let's talk about the fixtures in a bit, anyway. It's a shame um, Cheshire Police didn't watch out for crew, innit? Oh, we'll get them. We're going to get letters again through the fax machine. If we can. Oh, no. Them. Well, it's not, it's not a letter, then, is it? It's a fax. Uh, I suppose so, yeah. A letter comes through the post through the emails. <laughs> We're going to get letters through the post. We're going to get letters through the fax machine that's typed digitally. No, because that's it's not too even right, isn't it? Post an analog letter nowadays, isn't it? You don't want to be paying for stamps and stuff. No, no, you I don't. Do. Um, before we talk about the agenda and before we talk about what we've got coming up and the guests we've got coming up as well, a reminder: our Etsy store is still open. Thank you to everybody that's purchased already. Um, really appreciate that i for one can't believe people like what i'm designing um so thank you for that um yeah it's good, good for you to have that ego boost isn't it, it yeah yeah because yeah, my life is empty otherwise um on a club and <laughs> the mugs are still available if you want to buy a mug off us and again we'll probably start doing more designs next season for those now uh, and you can become a patron by joining patreon and we will get the details of that on the banner scrolling along the bottom very, very soon. We've already got a comment in that I wanted to pick up on as well. Um, any ad hoc pods for player signings? Well, we might come to that later about what's going to happen next season. Okay. We've still got to have a chat about that, haven't we, Nick? About what we're doing next yeah. season. But we're planning on coming back bigger and better next season, aren't we? Well... Bigger, yes. I mean, well, yeah, it remains to be, <laughs> yeah. to be seen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll definitely be bigger next season. We're well, making it... ourselves bigger, aren't we, Ross? So yeah, if we could just look away while we do that, that'd be nice. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, we're getting the fluffer that's going to make us bigger the digital fluffer, the podcast fluffer. I've said fluffer too many times there, right? On tonight's show, <laughs> <laughs> on tonight's show. Uh, we're going to talk about the season as a whole with our guest and just talk about our expectations, have they been met, that kind of thing. Uh, we're going to talk about the retain list, those that have left, possibly who would we like to come in, but I'm personally still not up on the other players around 
on the scene. And we're going to have a quick discussion on season tickets because that's been a hot topic this week. They went on sale today. And then getting the resis, which is fast becoming a very good item for us. Cheers to the Boundary Park Alert System, lads, for that. What, getting the resis? That's ours. No, yeah. it, don't don't they do? Didn't you didn't you say they do something? I mean, thanks to Room One Hundred and One, really. That I mean. yeah, that, that's the inspiration. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no, the, no. The, the the Oldham lads was the wheel. I was gonna we were gonna do a wheel, but we've we've sacked that off because we just really couldn't be bothered. It's arts and crafts, that isn't it? That's, that's yeah, not me. I can interest you in if I can interest you in a sarcastic comment. I can do that, but arts and crafts. No, I end yeah. up getting the glue stuck to my fingers. And then I'm just like, I'm going to look like Mr. Burns. Just wrapped up in sticky back plastic. Yeah. Help, Mum! <laughs> right. Shall we get our guest out? Do it. Uh, okay. His first match, he says, according to his dad, was Exeter away 11th of January 1986. Lost 1-0 and the train back to Stockport broke down just after leaving Exeter. I don't know if anybody else, yeah. if anybody was in the comments or if you're watching this back later, or even on the podcast, uh, audio podcast, let us know if you were on that train too. Because I'm sure there must have been more than just this, uh, our guest and his father. Uh, his first memory of County was Malcolm Brown hitting a screamer from what he believes was the halfway line against Rochdale on Boxing Day in 1989. Now, if we've learned anything from this show and talking to guests on this show, uh, the screamer from what he believes was the halfway line is probably just outside the box. Your mind, yeah, your mind does, does tricky things to you, doesn't it, over the years? <laughs> uh, his best goal witnessed live was Andy Priest for QPR. Solid choice. Best moment as a county fan was winning at Wembley against Rochdale after losing four, after four losing visits. And his favourite player, ever player, uh, again, stellar choices. You, you, you can probably guess it from the era. Chrissy Beaumont or Big Kev? Oh, that's nice, choices. Yes. Yeah. I don't think One we've got any... been on the pod. Yeah, they have. But, you know, we've got no nothing to argue against that. Um, so, without further ado, I've said that correctly this time, let's get him out. It's Daniel Culverwell. Evening, chaps. Evening. You okay? Yeah, not too bad. Good, good. Did I get all that right then? Because I literally just read out. Yeah, like I say, in my mind as a 10-year-old, that Mal- that shot from Malcolm Brown was actually in his own half. Um, I remember it was alongside the family stand or the Barlow stand there. And I just remember it going straight into the top corner like an arrow. So, But like you say, there'll be people that will actually put me right and say it was only from 18 yards or something like that. Yeah. So the reason why we say that is because Dave Espley, many years ago on this podcast, went to watch the County against United away. Terry Park scored that goal and he said it was, he felt, it felt like it was like Maradona at the time. He came from his own half and ran with it all yeah. the way into the box and scored. But when you actually watch it back, he picked it out. He picked it up just outside the 18 yard box and then it's weird, isn't it? I was the same. I'm the same with Louis Cavaco's header against Southampton. In, in my yeah. mind, that was always like a diving header from the edge of the box, but it wasn't. It was like penalty spot. Yeah. Yeah. Still, still a great goal, though. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Given that. Yeah, given that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Some stellar choices there. We'll talk about that later and yourself later and what, how you ended up in East Suffolk, which is 
which is piquing my interest. Uh, we did talk about North Norfolk on off air, didn't we? And I was I was hoping you were from North there, Norfolk Digital. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and just to say as well, we did get a tweet earlier to ask if it was Daniel that we had on from Lower Stuff. And yes, it is, because I didn't yeah. know. So um, your fame procedure. Probably the so, only person who was happy to see Lower Stuff in the National League North at that point. Um, yeah, because it's, it's weird because I obviously going to County at that time, the only time there was no streaming or anything like that. So you had to listen to John Kieran. Um, and I used to go and watch lower stuff if I weren't at county and I'd have the headset on listening to John Kerry. So I used to go lower stuff quite a bit, know the chairman, and it's you know, lovely community friendly club. Um, when we played Stockport, um, at Edgeley Park, which we lost, I actually came on the players coach with the chairman and the players. So when the coach pulled up outside mm-hmm. Edgeley Park, they're all obviously all the low stuff players get off in officials, and I get off in my county shirt, which obviously raised a few eyebrows, but obviously. I have to get on the coach on the way back after I think we lost 2-0 to them with um, Danny Crow having the game of his life, um, which was, yeah, they were nice about it, but I did get a little bit of piss taken out of me on the way, five-hour way home. <laughs> you, said there was, you said there was no streaming at that point. I think there was. It was the, it was the, it was the tears of county fans having to play lower stuff, probably. <laughs> well, it, yeah, it was... Same again. I mean, I, it shows you how low we went, and obviously, but lower stuff at that time were playing at the peak. their peak yeah. as well. Um, and they've not obviously got to that sort of peak. They've sort of, I think they've fallen sort of two divisions or maybe three divisions below the conference north now, and they've sort of really struggled. Um, but they were one of them teams that. The season they got promoted into the Conference North, they actually was told they were going to play in the Conference South, budgeted for players to be round about the London area. And then I think three weeks before the season started, told them, no, you're now in the Conference North. And it sort of, you know, all the players they signed for travelling, a bit like what Barrow do, completely went out the window for them. So, um, yeah, it weren't good for them, but... Fair news. Not that after us now, though. No, no, no. <laughs> no comment. Well, because that, that, similar things happen this season. There's a lot of clubs like putting in complaints and appeals and stuff about what what division they've got. I think I think this is the most unbalanced, yeah. like Division Six that there's been ever, and it's just absolute chaos down there at the moment. Good to be out of it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, it must be hard for him. It must be hard for him. Um, but yeah, um, so. Back to us, back to county, back to this season. What have you what have you made, Daniel, about the whole season? Has it met your expect your pre-season expectations? What give us your full synopsis? I mean, I was just happy to be a fo- I, all I ever wanted while we were in non-league is to be a football league club, self-sustainable, and to be that family-friendly football club as we used to, you know, advertise that we were. Mm. And that's what we are. Um mm. As long as we're competitive, we'll always have a chance. We, you know, I never thought we were going to go through, you know, get automatic promotion or, you know, I, I didn't think we were going to be a Wrexham and, you know, be Billy Big Bollocks about it all. Um, I was confident and I thought if we're competitive, we have a chance, which is what we, the season has turned out to be. Even at the start of the season where, you know, things weren't going right, nobody's given us a footballing lesson, I don't think, no. this season. 
Um, for me, the worst performance I thought was the Crawley away one, um, just for the, the goals that we conceded. Um, and apart from that, you know, the, we've had a bit of bad luck. I think a lot of it has been naivety. Um, but, you know, I know the, the hard part is, I think the hard part for Challenger is, is managing expectations. But, you know, I think for the first season back in the Football League, I think we've, we've you know, done really, really well. And we know that the recruitment will be a bit better. The, obviously, they've highlighted things like the, obviously, last season, the pre-season wasn't, correct for them and you can see that in the fixtures they've arranged this season they're a bit more of a higher caliber and a more of a test for them so you know i'm i'm confident that they'll pull out a signing out the bag like Wooten that we just didn't think was going to happen we all thought Wooten was going to portsmouth and places like that and they managed to pull that one out the bag and i think they'll do it again this pre-season and you know you know we might lose one or two games, which I think all teams do in this division. But I think, same again, I expect there'll be a point in the season where you'll put a 15-game run together and, you know, mm. that settles off up the table. And, you know, and we very much, once we got that momentum, which, same again, one challenger came in, once we got that momentum, we know we, we're on the run then. We, we You know, it's very hard to stop us. Or just unfortunately, obviously, I think it was just one game too much this season, and that's you know the steam ran out, players' injuries, um, and stuff like that, which is unfortunate. But you know, um, yeah, I, I, for me, cracking season. Just happy to be back in the football league, proper clubs, proper coverage. Um, you know, it's nice to see us on like. Sky Sports News, little things like that <laughs> yeah. you know, on the, yeah. the ticker and stuff like that, and um, you know, and you just feel like a proper club again. What about you, Nick? How do you feel? Yeah, about same. I I think I mentioned it last week, but as soon as it went to extra time at Wembley, I made my peace with the fact we weren't going up. Mm. Well, we're not going to win two penalty shootouts in a week. It's very rare that you get a winning goal in extra time. And yeah, I was, as soon as the penalties were over, I was all ready to go again next season. I think, I think, I mean, it's fine margins again. If you look at the start we had, even if we, you know, picked up just a couple more points during that poor start. And then you start looking at like Mansfield at home, where we conceded mm. that 95th minute equaliser. You know, Salford at home, we conceded an equaliser. And it's Stephen is Stephen yeah. away, and and you, you just think it. It's we had injuries throughout the season. Obviously, Horsfall had that month or two out, like right around the new year. Uh, Southern Hales obviously got injured for the whole season, but it just seemed that all the injuries seemed to come at the end. Really, we we, we kind of managed to fight our way through the ones we had mid-season, and then it it was just clear players players were playing at less than hundred percent fit towards the end, and it caught up with us. But I'm, I'm sure. Everyone's learnt from that. I think. I think we know where we where we need to improve next season. It's yeah, time to be happy. Smile, Russ. It's all right. Mr. Hey, Doom and Gloom. You. <laughs> I still think. I still think there might be one or two players that leave the club in the summer that will be. Ooh, you know, like mm. last season with obviously Keed and Palmer and stuff like that. That will, you know, that might shock a bit. But I say again. I trust what he's doing and know that whoever 
whoever leaves, there'll be a better player coming in. Coming in, yeah. So who do you think? Because I'm. Who do you think that that? Give us some names. Go on, give us some names. Who do you think? I I think Southam Hales. I think Carl Noyle's done such a great job. I don't think if Southam Hales wants to play, he rather has to learn how to play on the left side, or he's got to accept that he's. His appearance is going to be off as a sub or very, very limited, or he's going to yeah. add something new to his game, like I say, or you know, being able to play. Stay if fit. you could, if yeah, if you could have a player that between Ryan Rydell with a foot of Ryan Rydell, but with the pace and taking on players of Southam Hales, you'd, you'd have a superstar. Um, you know, so I think Southam Hales will struggle, um, to get in there. I I mean, we all thought Sarsovic was on his way out and then he come, you know, no, that um, playoff. Yeah. He's just come out of the bag and, you know, fit and didn't expect him to play that. And same again, didn't expect him to play, um, obviously, all the, the time and the minutes he did on at Wembley. Um, but same again, I, like I said, I just wouldn't be surprised. Obviously, Hussey's gone already, which was one that I was hoping that, you know, he would stay because obviously he did add a bit of mm-hmm. quality and calmness and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, um, Southam Hales is definitely one of would be, but same here, if Sarsovic left, it wouldn't surprise me. Even Oof, yeah. Paddy really? Madden. Yeah, he, he, just, he wouldn't, he just, because you say me again, with, even with Paddy Madden, he's now, what is he, 33 at the moment? 34 next? You know, um, it just wouldn't surprise me that they would have to bring in somebody looking at long-term replacement. If Tano's that long-term replacement for him or um, somebody else. And it depends on the same again, the players, if they want to be part of something or the main man, if, if, if they want more game time, um, you know, then might not get it. Um, Collar's another one. Obviously there's lots of rumors about Collar. Um, all yeah, season I... really and same again if a big bigger club as in a championship came along for him and it was the right money I personally think and it suits the club I personally think it's a good thing to let him go because that then advertises to the other players that if you know if you perform well at this club and a bigger club comes along and that opportunity is better for you then as a club we will help you move you along and get you playing higher up the divisions. And that's might be an attractive thing for players to come and play for us. Um, but same again, wouldn't be surprised, but same again, I trust what the club's doing. If somebody goes, you know, and say it was the same with obviously the players that got us up into the football league, you know, we all moaned about, I thought a bit worried about it, but in all fairness, the players that have come in and replaced them have all been, a next level up to what we had originally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a difference, isn't there, between players moving on for their own progression, like like Will Collar, who yeah. we've said on this podcast for a long time. I have as well. I reckon he'll go for seven figures. I might, I might, might be a bit too, a bit of a stretch that, but I still think he could do. I think he'll, I think he'll go on to play higher. Um, I think there's a difference between players moving on like that and players moving on sideways, which is what has happened in the past. I wouldn't expect anyone of the players that are going to leave to move sideways. I think they'd all move down, probably with the exception of Ben Barkley. I think he'll go to Carlisle. Um, 
Do you quickly... think? I don't think he will because when think. you look at it, it didn't actually, he only tended to play for them when they had players out injured. He wasn't a first choice. I, I, th- I think I could see him going to go into a League Two club. Maybe I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think he'll be with us anyway because he's he, no. he's had. I won't say he's had like plenty of chances under both Rusk and Challoner, but he's he's clearly not fancied. And I, th- I think defence is an area where we we looked so even towards the end of the season when we were struggling to score, defence was where we looked decent. Yeah. So I don't think there's too much a left left centre back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he played yeah, left centre back under a Rust, didn't he, Barkley to start with? And the problem yeah. was he's so right footed that he was he ended up being. <laughs> The, you know, the trigger point for the press. They all knew, let him pass it to Barkley. As soon as he gets the ball, they just swamped him. He makes mm. a mistake, they get the ball, turn it over. Um, you know, and that was the problem. And like I say, on the right side, you've got Akil Wright, which is, for me, absolutely probably the outstanding player of the season from where he's come from and no pre-season because he was injured. Mm. Um, you obviously got Lewis, which I think Challoner really, really rates. In there as well, you've got Burn and Horsfall. So, I say the only position really that's up for grabs now. Obviously, um, Hussey's gone. Is that left centre back? back. Yeah. Mm. Ethan Pye. I think he'll get more game time. Yeah. He'll get more game time, but I don't think he'll be that number one. You know, dead sir. Same again as Johnson's gone as well. For me, that says that they've got somebody. Signed, lined up, done, yeah. lined up um, to do, and like I say, yeah. normally I think most players are on holidays now. Anyway, um, I know some clubs are obviously announcing signings and stuff like that. Christian Dennis has gone to Tranmere and stuff, but obviously the way that County like to do it, they always like to pronounce, announce it with a you know photo and in the training kit and outside the training ground and stuff like that. So obviously, if players are on holiday, they'll wait till they get back from their holiday and do it the proper county way that they've done it in the past. So I expect, like I say, once, you know, in a couple of weeks, um, you know, once, you know, players start coming back, then, yeah, we'll start seeing sort of players that have already lined up coming in. Have we agreed that Quigley, Crankshaw and Ethan Ross will leave the club? Yeah. That's pretty, even though they're still contracted, expect yeah, them to yeah. go. I, I no, I'd even expect them to be just their mutual agreement. <laughs> you know that yeah, you know, they're not even a case of we don't want a transfer fee. You know, you can here you go. Yeah, um, yeah. mutual agreement is a lump sum. Just find just, yourself a club. You, you just delegate stuff like that to your uh, director of football, don't you? Just say uh, unwanted, sell or release. That's what I'd do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. there, there, if we if we if we, well, we're on it already. So the the ones that remain under contract, we've spoken about. We've spoken about quite a lot of them, actually. Are there any in there that you don't want to see that we've not already mentioned carry over into well, next season? We're, we're in that situation now where there's, there's no one where you... You know, as, as we've had in the past where we've maybe not had the best season and you have a list of players that you desperately want rid of. There's no one... You can make a case for everyone staying. I mean, yeah. I'd, 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 I wouldn't be surprised to see... Either Sars or Paddy go. One, one Would of them. I, I would not be surprised, especially if. So if if we look, if we are going to carry on playing the same system we have been, then you're looking at Wotton and probably either Tanto or Jack Stretton up front with him, which 
would possibly see Paddy dropping back, as he's mentioned he would before. Dropping, mm. I mean, he's probably the best passer in the at the club. So in I'm, the final third, in the yeah. Position, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was surprised that they didn't give once Watton got injured, they didn't actually give that role more to Hippolyte. Yeah. Because I oh, thought, yeah. that was, I thought you say I, no, because I thought Hippo could. He's, he's a you know he's a tall chap. But he's, he's strong. He can turn. He can hold the ball. And I was just surprised. He, even at Wembley, you know, he's giving him that that front man top of the tree um, outlet to hold up the ball and stuff like that. Because the same. I mean, there's been times where, like I say, even the Barrow lost game, we didn't have a plan B. You know, it wasn't working. Mm. You know, normal county years ago. You know, when we had like players like Jim Gannon and Matty Bound, you know, the centre half would go up front. And I was expecting, like, say, Horsefall or Burn to go up front for the last five minutes in that barrel game just to get an equaliser, just to get back in the game. But we we don't seem to do that. We we stick to obviously the, the formation, the rigidness of, of what it does. Um so yeah, it's it's the same end. I think there's lots Rydell, I think there's more to come from him, not with his set piece, but just the way he attacks players. Like I say, if he could start attacking players like Southam Hales um, does, I think he, he will go up the next level there. He, he's then looking at a championship player easily. You know, we all know he can cross a ball, but the problem is, that my personal opinion is, he knows that he's really good at crossing a ball, so he does it as a first option all the time. <laughs> Instead of getting his head down and beating the man or trying to get to the byline. He's always just looking to whip that ball in. And sometimes it's, it's not the right option. Um, but yeah, I think there's, there's, there's more to cut camps. I think camps, there's, a, there's more to come from camps as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I think there is, you know, Hinchliffe, you know, same again, Yaros, yeah, well, you're going to admit, I didn't think he was a bad goalkeeper, but once Hinchliffe got his opportunity again, he kept it. Uh, how long can he keep on going um, for? Because I think he's, what, is he 37 now? Um, but you just, you just don't... You that's that's not old, up. you know. That's, 37 is not old. No, I'm 40, he's... I'm 42, look at me. <laughs> how long have you got this? How long have I thought you for? Um... Just, I think he's younger than that, Ben is, though. I think, I think yeah, he's... Uh, is he 36? I thought he was 36. It, but... He's 35. Yeah, he's the same, oh. same age as me, then. Oh, you're 35? Yeah. I, I, I'm, 30, I'm 36 in three weeks. Yeah. Jesus. Right. No, don't look at you, I love. Let's, let's, let's move on. Uh, Dave Schofield has put a few comments in, but I'd like to bring this one up. We desperately need another target man. Do. Or, or do we need, like, a uh, Chris Sutton-type player? You know, one of those ones that can play... In defence and yeah, well, that's what I say because you, you, Jim Gannon. Um, I remember Matty Bound they got from Southampton. Um, same again, you know, there used to be loads of them sort of players, like yeah, Sutton, I think Not Paul days, Warhurst though. and stuff like that. That could, but yeah, that's that's the thing. I think you look at that county squad as well, you know. We don't have players like Chrissy Beaumont. Like Chrissy Beaumont could play four, five different positions on a pitch. Mm. There isn't that. Hippolyte. Hippolyte. Yeah, Hippolyte is a utility player. 55 appearances this season, both him and Crowsdale. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's superb. Um and I think I'll throw a wild card in. Oh go on. Hippolyte as left centre back. 
Ooh. I mean, I think he could do it. We've said it on this podcast before. He could go in net and do a good job, couldn't he, if we yeah. needed him to? Yeah. The problem with Hippolyte, left centre-back, he will give you heart attacks because you know yeah. when he gets the ball at feet, he's going to run. And before you know it, he's going to be at the other byline trying to cross the ball in um, and leaving that big gap at the back. So, that, yeah. that you know, I'm not saying... I think he could do the job, but... Yeah, you know, there'll be times where we we know he's yeah you know, we've seen it with Akil right where he's sort of gone past the halfway line and he's got to the eighteen yard. <laughs> box, nose and it's like yeah, getting nose bleeding. You're going okay. It's now time to pass the ball and run back quick as possible. Um, so yeah. yeah, I think uh, a job for Hippolyte in the future is the British ambassador for Grenada. That'd be good for him. I'm sure he'll be delighted. Yeah. He'd be able to do that as well. He'd be able to do that. It's technically his yeah. Hippolyte not, not played more games than Crowsdale then because he's got his one international in. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. He's got an international game in as well. How, he's got, how he's many? Got another couple coming up as well. Cheshire Senior Cup. Do how, did, what, what, if we're talking technicalities? No, we, don't we, we pull that out, out of that? Didn't we? Oh, did we? Oh, I didn't yeah. even notice. There's two Tim Poppers <laughs> now. Yeah, we we pulled out and left a right mess. <laughs> The theme continues. <laughs> um, I, I, we don't need to talk about the players that have left. Do we? Well, let's talk about the players. Sorry, the ones that have released and now left the club. Out of Barsley, Davenport, Hussey and Johnson. I would have quite have liked to have seen Davenport stay on. I know he's... But is, he, is he injury prone? Is it, yeah, that's that's what... That's, that was the main thing. The main feedback I got from Blackburn fans when we signed him was just that he's he's constantly injured. It seems to have, yeah, it seems to have. We've I think we've got got enough players who who seem to be a bit injury prone without adding yeah. adding more more to it. I think. I yeah. think yeah, he did look decently played. I think it's if John... Crowsdale didn't do his step up to this level, I think that might have been where Davenport would have come in. But I yeah. think because we've seen that Crowsdale's took to League Two really, really, really well. You've got obviously Akil Wright that can come back up into that position as well. Mm. Um so the, the same again, he's just not going to get the game time. And like you say, if if he wants to play um and be you know one of the names every week, he's just not going to get it or get into that team. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But Bad the Bad Badly was a very strange one, wasn't it? It was a nice little he had that great game Walsh all away. Um, nice little publicity thing, like but yeah, great what he did, charity. giving his wages to it. And then we had Warsaw at home in the cup, and he got absolutely turned inside out, and yeah. that was the the last we saw of him. I can only think. I, I'm was... not a fan of these big, these these uh, older signs. I, I I want to see us bringing the age profile down a bit. I want. Yeah. Well, didn't didn't, didn't we have we had the least amount of minutes on the pitch for under 23s this season yeah something like that so we definitely need to bring it down but it's one of them ones so you don't know obviously challenger must like something he saw at the training ground so i always think what does he offer around the training yeah. ground yeah it's not um, just on the pitch is it oh, yeah. clearly yeah yeah and yeah. like i say because same here there is you can tell there is a, a big change in attitude in the environment that obviously challenger is set out compared to what was there with Rusk. Um, you know, and things like, you know, like I say, injuries. You know, we, we don't we don't know who's fit and who's not. Nobody can tell me that they expected to see Sarsovic on the bench for that Salford playoff game. Um, as far as I was concerned, his season was over. I, mm. I thought he was 
and that, like I say, I thought he was over and that was it. We're not going to see him again in a county shirt. Yes, yeah, same. Yeah. yeah. That was part of the problem, though, as we alluded to earlier in the season. We were playing players that weren't ready to come back yet. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I think the Barsley thing as well, from a club perspective, it's it was zero risk. He, could, he, he, he was back up for right centre-back or... Uh, right wing back, zero risk because he was his wages were going to to charity, and he's it's one of them where he's good to have around. Yeah, well, I like, love that that whole good, good person to have around. Like, does he bring sweets on like the coach or something? Well, I think I, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. With Barsley though, I think my way of understanding it, I think he would have played for free, but the what the union won't let him play for free. So he had mm. to take a wage and therefore he said, oh, I'll give my wage away um, because it literally he wasn't allowed to play for free and otherwise the union players' union would have him left, right and centre for it. But same again, you know, I'm at the point where, honestly, even the left-field signings that Challoner makes now, as long as Challoner and Clint Hill and Conlon's their signings and they're bringing them in, I'm... I'm you know, it might not be my choice, but they've obviously seen something in it. Mm. Obviously, if the signings are being brought in without Challoner's okay on it, then I'll start getting worried about the direction. But, mm. you know, personally, I've I've got, you know, I, I've got all faith in what Challoner is, what I've seen so far and what he wants to do and where we're going. That, like you say, it's just about managing expectations and enjoy the ride. Yeah. Another player we've not mentioned. Obviously, we mentioned Ethan Pye coming back from a very successful loan in the National League. When we had, um, well, Gazendo has asked time for more game time yeah. Cody Johnson. Because when we when we had our live show with Dave Challoner about this time last year, we asked Cody Johnson was one of the people we asked about, and um, he said the plan was for him to stick around until Chris until January, playing the pizza tray games. And then go out on loan. He's had a successful loan spell. So, do do we think it'll be the same again this season? He'll play play in the cups, maybe get on the bench a few times, and then someone like Altrincham, Max, he's proved himself at National next. League South. So, I'm hoping will, it's one of them ones. Like I'm hoping in the next place. I'm hoping he actually same again like Ethan Pye. He's actually we don't send him out on loan. They're you know on the subs bench week in week out, and they're getting game time. We can get him on for the last 10, 15 minutes. They start the occasional time, but they are, you know, at the end of the season, they've had, you know, half a dozen, um, you know, six to 12 appearances properly for League Two games, opposed to the, like you say, plus, like you say, the um, Pizza Trophy and um, any other trophy that they go into for the next season. But um, I think, like I say, that. I think that they're, we know they're good. We know they've got potential. Um, we just, they just, for me, they need to be tested at higher levels. It's, you know, like you say, they, we've seen, they, I think they can do it at National League level. We've seen that, they, they, you know, they're good enough at National League level. I personally think they're at the ages now where actually why not test them at League Two? Yeah. Um, you know, quite yeah, other teams have got lads in their teams that are 17, 18 years old. I think Carlisle, their centre midfielder was, what, 18 um, at Wembley. So, you know, no, you know, I think Cody Johnson's, what, 18 now? Ethan yeah. Pye's, what, is he 17 or is he a little bit older? Um, 
Yeah, no, I, well, I, I, I think... played in a playoff final by that age, didn't they? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, quick mention for County's third best ever player of all time, Jack Stratton. AI has got a lot to answer for. Me. I know, I know. <laughs> Jesus, that was ridiculous. Well, Danny Bagara was at number forty-nine as as one of the best players. That's now, ever uh, now a pundit on Spanish TV, apparently. Yes, yeah. Still, who, who still you, better you? than most of them <laughs> on over here. So. Was he that? Was he that desperate to get away from Stockport that he's faked his own death and gone become a? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was just bizarre, wasn't it? That, I was, I was like, thinking, yeah. so, has somebody written this? Then it just dawned on me. What was that? I missed. Just to miss that. What's what was that about? It was weird. It was. It was. It was, it was clearly been compiled by a uh, by some. Chat GPT thing, and it's a list of the fifty greatest county players. But I think uh, Clint Hill's in there, so it's obviously just they've taken stuff from the Wikipedia. Yeah, they yeah. you know, searched the internet what names get, you know, said yeah. or you know, published the most over a period of time. So they, it's not a case who's the greatest, I mean, who's get the most. Uh, our our best ever signing, Jim Gannon, was down at number thirty-seven. Like the, the greatest ever signing is at number thirty-seven. So what more proof do you need that this this thing is absolutely mental? That ruined my morning when I woke up and saw that. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you agree with number one though? Who was number one? I think George Best. I mean, I mean, he's, he's it depends the best on the criteria, doesn't it? For county, but he's not the best county player. Yeah, that's that's yes. Was it two goals in three games, though? That's one hell of a record, that. That's a 0.66 strike rate, is it? Yeah. I don't know. Was it two it's in three? It's been a long time since th- he was. Or was it three and two? Was it three and two? If, I mean, if it's three and two, then he's probably the best player for anyone ever. So, <laughs> <laughs> fair, play, fair play to him. Yeah. He probably is the best player ever. All this Messi and Ronaldo nonsense. And Pele. Yeah. They, rubbish. Pele the fraud. Um... Uh, Neil Byrne, uh, we're going we're gonna to labour this for a bit more, but Neil Byrne and Bobby Jones. Did you hear about Bobby Jones's um, cycle ride, by I the ride. way? Yes. Yeah. He's stealing that. your thunder, isn't he? Yeah. Bloody hell. Cheeky sod. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's another one. Are they going to go with Bobby Jones as the number two backup? Or, and if there is an injury, then bring a lone player in? Or It's an interesting one, the goalkeeping situation, isn't it? I think Hinchliffe, he's definitely got another season in him. Yeah. Just swing back At round least. to that. I don't. Yeah, I think. He, yeah. I think he deserved. Yeah, he's got less miles on the clock as well, Hinchliffe. Considering how long he was part time for, he doesn't have the miles on the clock that other like, other keepers of that age will have. If, if you get me. Yeah, I thought you were doing a, a trucking joke then. But you, okay. Nope. Nope. I mean, I can, I can do if you want. If you want me he's to dial service. back and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go on, do a trucking joke. Come on. Nope. No, because it'll it'll go into dead prostitutes, and it's, it's not the time or or the place. <laughs> Save them jokes for my own time, thank you. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one that uh, Neil Byrne again been offered a new deal. So, I'd like. I was saying again, I've liked him. I thought he's mm, come in solid. Um, yep. Yeah, um, it's down. I think it's down to saying again how much game time he wants. And expects and what Chaloner can guarantee. I don't think, you know, because the same again. If if Horswell's fit, if Ackles fit, and if he can't play as a left-sided um, defender, you, then, have, isn't he? I think 
He'll both play as left side, does he? Yeah, has, but he was another one. The same again, got caught out because he's right footed too yeah. many mm. times. And same again, you know, teams that do obviously decent scouting will work out who your pressing points are. And, you know, and, and same again, we've seen it with Akil, right, in fairness, where they've allowed teams have allowed Akil to get the ball, they've allowed him to get up to the halfway line. And then as soon as he gets to the halfway line, there's three players that have swarmed in on him. And it looks like he's lost the ball, but what the you know when he has real, yeah but the realistic <laughs> point is is they've, they've allowed him to get to that point because yeah, he's the, the pressure point and yeah um they've hijacked him a little bit yeah. um and I think Burns same again same problem with, with Barkley um a bit predictable on that sort of like wrong foot on that left side um you know unless Challoner goes to four at the back which, if he does, that opens up the possibility of having Southern Hales as a, a right winger if he can stay mm. fit. Yeah. Which I'd fully did, on board with. When he was at Hartlepool, did he play for at the back? Was that his preferred option? No, we asked him that. He, he certainly the... did. He certainly did at Fylde. Yeah. He, not, he didn't have a preference, didn't he? Yeah, but he did. Fylde, what... he certainly yeah. at the back. Yeah, he said he didn't have a preference. Yeah. It's weird, it's weird, isn't it? Do they do they match the the preferred system if they've got one to the players, or do they do it the other way around to get the best out of them? Interesting, isn't it? And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days with County are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at Edgeley Park. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Um, I think we've done the team to death, to, to, to coin a phrase there. Should we move on to season tickets? Because 45 minutes has gone already, and that's yeah. amazing, isn't it? Um, there's, a, there's a European final one in 15 minutes. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't mind watching a bit of that. So what we'll do is just have this little message, and then we will move on to the season tickets. If you're watching us on YouTube, please like, share, and subscribe. And for the audio podcast, please rate, review and recommend us on whatever podcast player you are listening to us on. Cheers. Thank you. There we go. And if you didn't know, we're part of the TalkSport fan network. So, yeah. And you're nearly award winning as well. And you're nearly, yeah. You have to open up that. Um, And we're going in for this year's, aren't we? We've had our email this week, haven't we, Russ? Yeah, we have. Yeah, we are. We're going to go in for it again. Um, what, so mur- 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 away from Rowetta. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll put. We'll retweet that picture. Well, I'll, I'll wait yeah, for it to come up on time hop, and then I'll I'll put it out again. Yeah. Oh god, I can't wait for that. Can't wait to see that again. <laughs> Why don't you just post, post break up Nick? Post break up Nick <laughs> and his ridiculous legs. 
I had a terrible week. <laughs> that was brilliant. That was brilliant. The only thing that ruined that night was not winning the award. Hey, there we go. You live and learn. You live and learn. Right, season tickets. Uh, happy, sad. It's, it's what it is, isn't it? It's a, it's a <laughs> so, like Simon Rusk. <laughs> yeah, Steve. Um, it's, it's a weird one with the season tickets because, I, I mean, I, I, what, what annoys me is this debate of when people say, oh, that's expensive, that. And then there's certain people who are applying saying, no, it's not expensive. It's not exp-. Well, it's subjective, isn't it? It's, mm. it's different. What If you've not got 405 quid, 405 quid is bloody expensive. Yeah, yeah, I think there's, there's, there's no there's no getting around that. I think the the bit that's maybe disappointing is that there's no obviously payment plan option um, yeah. available. I think that's the bit that sort of really sort of hurts people. Has there ever the been though since, since the nineties? Has there ever been? I, I can't there has, and it there was uh, in the two thousands at some point, but it was it was abused. Well, but it's that's going to be easy. Abused. That's easier to sort out now. I, I wish they'd do what they do with festivals, where you've got. So you can you can order it in May, and then you pay it off over three months, and then by the time the season starts, it's paid for. And Klarna, card, you know, like yeah. even if Klarna, yeah, if, if Klarna get involved, the argument the club used in the meeting with the co-op was that it doesn't look good on the club if debt collectors are coming around to people's houses and stuff. But if that was the case, then like Sony couldn't sell TVs in case. The people couldn't pay all the installments, and then like it doesn't look bad on Sony if someone buys one of their tellies and can't pay for it. Yeah. And then, no, I mean, even a bit more yeah. of a community thing, though, isn't it? With county, if county, yeah. if county debt collectors are going around houses in Stockport asking, it's a bit, it's a bit more close to home, isn't it? Sony's just a faceless, but if, if same if, if they did, if they did the payments over three payments, say. If they obviously miss the payment, they just cancel the season ticket, so they can't get it. Well, there is that. There is that. I mean, it's easier now with that. Whereas with the books, you still had the book, didn't you? Yeah. You could re- yeah. So yeah, I suppose in that respect, yeah, it is easier. Um, yeah, I'm not not considered that. I'm glad the club have actually listened to people's complaints about the small window that was originally given. Yeah, and they've extended yeah. it because that would have Gradual. been ridiculous. But it's it's a type of thing you could just do. <laughs> Just do straight up. It's common sense. Maybe it should be done straight away rather than waiting for people to complain about it. But all in all, with the prices, I don't think you can. You know, we've we've wanted a a rich owner, a rich benefactor who's willing to not just put money into the playing squad, but everything around and the community. We've got that. You can't expect him to do it all. That's yeah, just, no. just just a fact. Like we, we've got to, got to do our bit as well. And yeah, we're getting a higher level of football for it. Probably have a, another cup run along the way, and we'll be up there at the top of the league, yeah. selling out every week. So, mm. can't, can't, I mean, can't really argue with it. I renewed mine this morning. Um, there's a little bit of the website wasn't great again. Um, Someone's already commented about Rezzers and the website. Yeah, well, I, I mean, anyway, enough, that's, what, that's what that's what I'm putting in this week. Always oh, it right? Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah, especially when you look at other clubs. I mean, I had a look at the Gillingham one last week at their ticketing website, and it's absolutely ten times better than County's one. In all fairness, um, yeah, it's it, it it was a little bit weird because you had to register and it wouldn't work. Also, because I was renewing mine and my lads and I. My lad's mate comes along as well. We start dragging him along to county as well. Never been to a game of football before in his life. And we took him to his first game, which was Solly all away. And he absolutely loves it now. So we bought him a season ticket last season. Um, 
and he comes along Harley. Um, but obviously he's gone from 13 to 14. So when it comes up to a new, it still had him listed as a U, um, a child's ticket, mm-hmm. where obviously it should be a U. So I had to ring up um, ticket office and get him to process. Otherwise, I'd be, I could have got it cheaper, obviously, but it'd be robbing the club a little bit of money. Um, but yeah, so I did mine over the phone, no issues really. Um, I think it was five hundred and fifty-five quid for mine, um, a thirteen-year-old and a fourteen-year-old. So yeah, but I, I I agree with largely with what Hannah said last week. I think clubs it should be based. We should we shouldn't look at other clubs and compare ourselves. I don't think we, because it's a case by case basis. It's all about supply and demand. How many people get in? I think we're limiting the number of season tickets this season yeah. as well. I think you, you have to anyway limit. You have to have a certain amount available for walk ups, but right. we're not okay. going to be going above and beyond that. And yeah, yeah limit which is more, which yeah. is unheard of for oh, county. I think anyway, you know. I don't think what was it five and a half thousand we sold <laughs> last season. I don't think even if they didn't limit them, I don't think we'd be going above that anyway because that was off the back of you know post lockdown and people people wanting a more authentic football experience, which yeah. you can't argue with. They've, they've got it. They've got it for what they paid, and see, I, get it again next season. I yeah. got our season tickets. Last season was the first season I got season tickets because um, normally I just buy tickets when we come up for games. But it was getting so hard to be actually get a seat where you want to, or sit with family and my dad and mm. stuff like that. So, and also away tickets. You know, we go to probably more away games than we do home games throughout the season. And it was getting to the point where getting away tickets was, you know. You would have to. It was like getting tickets for a, a concert or festival or something like that. You had to be on there at the time it says, and as we know, the website would crash, and it was just an absolute palaver um, trying to get general sale tickets. So I said, you know, we'll just get season tickets this year. We'll be sat with my, you know, dad and family and stuff like that, where we know where we are in lower tier four. Um, you know, so it's just a lot easier um, on that aspect, but. Yeah, I would say the same again. We all know that there's going to be redevelopment at County at some point, and when mm-hmm. that redevelopment happens, that you know the capacity is going to be reduced, so tickets are going to, you know, if they're hard to get hold of now, it's yeah, not exactly, good. Yeah. It's going to get yeah. worse before it gets better. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, um, and people will find a way as well. Claire Jeff says um, people are getting well, not to five gonna... ones to get away tickets as well, so. The, the if we're going to flag up a Claire Jeff comment, can we flag up she agrees with everything Nick has said? Just yeah, that, yeah, I'd, I'd take that with a pinch of salt, to be honest. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. Drink, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, we, we, we've, we've said it on this podcast. We've had, we, you know, two are blue in the face, the ticketing system, loyalty schemes. Now we come on to season tickets. It's difficult, isn't it? Because the club can't really win, can they? I mean, I know they've, they've said they're going to prioritise the season tickets in terms of loyalty, season ticket holders. What else? I, I don't understand what else What else could be done. No, I mean, like I say, supply and demand. Um, the match day experience is, is getting better all the time, obviously, with the courtyard and the food. and Obviously, the drinks turnaround service time is improving. Um, hospitality... Same again, that's um, the hospitality on the um, season ticket for hospitality now. And there's a new um, hospitality lounge, I think, in the Cheadle end yeah, as well. Yeah, Pareto lounge, yeah. Um, so, and obviously, we know with the new developments that a lot of it will be around the hospitality side of it as well. So, 
it is what it is. I mean, same again. I'm just happy to be a football league club again, and you know, and um, if you, you know, if when we go into Colwyn Bay and um, North Ferriby, and they said, right, you can be a football league club, but your season ticket's going to cost you, you know, four hundred quid. You just, there you go, know, take my money. <laughs> yeah, well, and as well, just to sort of bolster that, at least we're not following the Salisbury City model. Let's let's just think about that for a second. <laughs> I had forgotten that was weird. Weirdly enough, Ross. Um, now you mentioned that my uh, my friend Dan, who I'm doing the, the podcast with, we're like we're doing a bit of like comedy writing at the moment, and we've had like we've had this idea for a, a sitcom, well, a mockumentary around a football club, and he was like, "Well, do you want to get on board because you've got more experience with stuff like that?" Blah blah blah. And I said, "I've got a massive list of stuff." That I've written over the years, that st- stuff that, that has happened at County, like I'll dig it out. And I was looking for this for I spent about three days this week looking for this list. Then I remembered the Dark Day series on, is on YouTube. <laughs> and, and, and I was like, oh, <laughs> still available, still available. I'll put a card in the uh, top corner, whatever over there, whatever. Um, good stuff, good stuff, right. We're, I mean, we're, we're, time is motoring on. So let's uh, briefly talk about you, Daniel. So you're, you started going in 1986, which, I mean, that's a long time ago, um, even before I started going. Um, before I was born. Even before you were born. Oh. Um, what I want to know is, well, we've, we've, we've spoke about you. You, you started going in January 86. Uh, somebody did post before, I think it was Gazendo, about the Exeter. Was it 2-0, the um, the match of Exeter? Or was it definitely 1-0? Because he reckons it might have been 2-0 and he remembers the train breaking down. But, I don't know. I don't know. I can't, re- <laughs> I, like I, said, I can't remember. Okay, no worries. How did you end up supporting County at... Or oh. and or how did you end up in Lower Stoft? As- uh, well, I was born a county fan. Um, it's as simple as that, basically. My dad's a county fan. My, my grandparents were county fans. My uncle's a county fan. All my family are county fans. Um, so, yeah, born a county fan. Um, you know, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I was a county fan. Lived in Stockport, um, Greg Street. Um, my dad worked for the co-op when it was on Greg Street, if people remember um, that. Um, they closed that down and moved, um, offered relocation packages to people to move to Lower Stoff, where they moved some of the um, the factory work. And so we oh, were yeah. one of the, I think there was about 30, 40 people that moved, relocated to Lower Stoff. So there is a connection with Lower Stoff and Stockport um, through the co-op. Um and that's where I've been. So we moved down here in 1990 uh, when I was 11 years old. Um, and, you know, still support Stockport. We used the same again. That would be the weekend of, you know, getting in the car with Dad, driving up to Stockport, uh, watch the game and drive back. You know, sometimes you'll get to Chesterfield and it'll go on the radio and the game's been called off and you <laughs> turn around straight away and drive back <laughs> home. Um <clears throat> So yeah, it's just you know something I've always done, um, and I've I, you know my parents have moved back to Stockport now. Um, I'm still down here, married a girl from Lower Stuff, so um, we're stuck down here. Um, I started taking the boy along with us. I think his first game I took him when 
it might have been Braintree or Chelmsford when we were in the non-league, when he must have been about two or three. Um, his first, he's been like a mascot. He was mascot when we played Luton under them real dark days. What all? Uh, in non, no, I think we lost it. There was the, oh. it was um, the, away at Luton, was it or at home? No, at home, home. He was mascot for the game. He was under that whole experimental phase of. McKnight and all that lot was going on. Experimental phase with the emphasis on mental. Yeah. Um, era is it not? Was it not an era more than a phase? I don't. I, it was a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like most things, though, isn't it? You sort of like you forget how bad it was because you yeah. just sort of put them memories. It's like say, like the playoff um, final last week. You sort of, you know. The rest of that week was a bit of a daze and stuff like that, and it's try and forget about it, not dwell on it, and got, I've not even watched the highlights to be honest. No, same. Because um, I just don't. Because <laughs> you can sit there and go, well, if he did that and if he did that, and I'm like, you know, and the boys overanalyzing it, and it's just like ifs and ands, and you know, it is what it is. So get on with it. <laughs> Do you know and what? I, I've decided <laughs> I'm going I'm to get a Simon Russ Claxon because you you said it twice, Nick said it once. It is what it is. Well, I, I said I. <laughs> We come out of Wembley and he's like, his face is a bit down and stuff like that. So I said, we come out with my dad and stuff like that. And both me and my dad said, like, once you've come to Wembley twice in a week and you've lost twice in a week, then you know what it's like to be a county fan. Um, I said, so until you've been here twice and lost twice, it says, you know, don't worry about it. Um, Just hopefully we don't wait another 15 years before we have another visit there. Um, But yeah, so... I've, I've ended up here. Um, I started, I didn't want to get over pushing the boy too much into county. He's really got into it. Um, probably that non-eating game when we got up from the north. Um, he's sort of really started to get into it that season. Um, and obviously the older he gets now, he's now 13, the more he gets into it. So that sort of like gives me the more the motivation where he goes, oh, can we go to this game? Can we go to that game? So, um, in same again, he's got a list of, like I say, a big map of the stadiums in the UK. And he, we've been going round ticking them off um, through the season and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, nice. And who's his favourite player? Oh, I'd have thought, I, I think Paddy Madden, to be honest. Fair. I think, think with kids, it's always just goal scorers, isn't it? Um, uh, I don't know. My lad's favourite player is Ben Inchliffe. Is that true? Goalkeeping union, though, in it. Yeah. So, yeah, you know. Are we still gonna? Are you and your lad still gonna do some goalkeeper? That can be a little project for the summer. You, you and your lad can do a bit of goalkeeper coaching on me. That'll be some premium content. That will. I'm, I'm well up for that. I just need to get myself some gloves and some shorts and some socks and some boots, and then I'm right there. <laughs> so literally everything you need to get everything and the, and the, the will to live as well. <laughs> Because I'll lose it again by the time I've been, uh, been told you know, off by a teenager. So Russie's going to sort this out and he's, you're going to turn up at a park and then realise he's managed to bring Paddy Madden along and he's going to some cracking balls at you at 50 yeah. mile an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's too it's, hard, that hurts. Yeah, I'm not going to be a goalkeeper. It's an interesting yeah. point you make about your lad though um, and you, you doing games because definitely, I mean, I live in Stockport but definitely with my lad coming to the matches with me, I wouldn't have been too loads of the away matches that I've been to. I've yeah. been going to away matches because he wants to go and I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, let's go together. I've got my little buddy to away matches with me. It's, yeah. it's, it's great, isn't it? 
Yeah, have, and kids, like, have kids, Nick. It's good, especially with streaming now, because it's like I say it's so much more obviously easier with the streaming side of it and stuff like that to watch the games if you can't go. Um, it's not the same, though, is it? No, it's not. But it's compared to the only, like I say, growing up, the only thing I had was teletext, and <laughs> you know, and we'd call. nag, we'd, yeah. Well, that's it. We'd used to nag Dad to ring club call, and obviously, yeah, you know, near. Like when there's like two minutes left or something like that, and we'd be looking at the watch thinking, well, it must be time now, and ring club call to get that update. Or you're looking at teletext and pressing the button so it'd refresh the screen on teletext all the time to see if there was a change in the score. Yeah. Um, you know, so things like, I mean, you know, same again, as daft as it was, you know, that this Coca Cola semi final against Middlesbrough, it weren't even on Sky that, that semi final. It was on TV, leg. though, was it? Was it on no, no, it wasn't. The second, yeah. first leg was on Sky, but the second leg they didn't show it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, it's definitely on TV. I watched it on TV definitely because I cried. Yeah, definitely. I was. I well, I was there because I was puking up. I was because I had too. I had too much full fat coke. Because they just, they just came just, on the coaches. They just give you free Coca Cola. I know. Yeah. yeah. I, do you know what? Yeah. I, to, I can't have full fat coke because it, it 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 hurts me. It rots me guts. I, I got through so much of it on Saturday with my with my post Arctic Monkeys hangover. You, you know when we when we got back to Stockport, I I had a cry in McDonald's. I had a, I had a little because yeah, with my four with my, my three cheeseburgers and my mayo chicken. I just sat there like oh, I've not seen him for ten years, and that was really good. So I didn't. Get, I did, so I had to go McDonald's again yesterday to make up for it because I didn't get to enjoy the one on Friday night. Yeah. Fair. What a life, eh? You and your full fat coke, me, me and my multiple <laughs> burgers. What a pair. Right. Should we think about wrapping it up? And what I mean by that is getting the resas. We haven't still not got a clip for this, have we? Getting the resas. I'm getting um, on. This is I'm, I'm gonna have it for when we when we come back. In, right, in, okay. And Claire just asked when we're coming back, it'll be a fortnight tomorrow. Yes. Oh, is it def- are we definitely doing it? Have you decided it's Thursday? Right, okay. I'll have to put that into my family calendar and make sure that my me, me evening is clear. Well, if there's any problem, I'll I'll do you a note. Okay, <laughs> cheers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we do get in the resins, shall we just play the clip of one of the best moments of this season? Because I think it was <laughs> yes, please. I I've been, been doing that. I've been waiting for this. And I'll see this. <laughs> His unbelievable historical record here at Valley Parade looks to be continuing. Oh, terrible slip by Songo. What on earth happened there? <laughs> he lost the ball about five times there. It's, it's uh, utterly bizarre. That's the strangest thing I've ever seen. Just glitched almost. <laughs> So, yeah, apologies to the audio listeners there, but that was the footage of Bradford player that basically looked like... You don't even need the footage. No. The commentary is... That's probably the best bit of commentary John and Lee have ever done, I think. And it looked like... It just looked like the the, the controller had been disconnected. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, we we could have won at Wembley and that still would have been the highlight of my season. (laughs) A couple of things on here. Fan Hub... Uh, a fan of league results, yeah. Well, I'm gonna what I'm gonna do, I'm going to have a look at that uh soon. And before the new scene starts, the winner of the most traveled fan, I think, for the season will probably will probably get them something. 
as a as a prize. I could I couldn't tag it uh, check in at Wembley because well you heard all about my uh, reception woes in last last week's podcast and uh, yeah spent far too yeah. much time in the gents' toilets, mate. <laughs> Um, I, was, I was sitting quite high for like the last five games on the, the fan hub uh, for all Stockport County fans travel. But then obviously I missed the Carlisle game because it had been a midweek in a Carlisle and that just completely zonked me out. No, that'll do it. Gutted. Gutted. Um, Claire Jeffs, can we start doing eight o'clock? No. Um, and... Um... <laughs> Well, and, you've got uh, you've got to be in bed with your toast and your horlicks at half Exactly, you? exactly. Forty-two year old, you know, got, got to get to bed early. Uh, up for these rides. Um, also, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Now, Claire Divvy. Now I'm calling me a Divvy. <laughs> not you. Um, uh, what was I going to say then? Oh, it's gone. It's completely gone. Anyway, um, <laughs> getting the resus. <laughs> Uh, right, get in the reses. Daniel, what do you want to put in the reses, mate? Well, I've got two things. Um, the first one's quite easy. Drop balls. Um, oh. I, I I want a drop ball where the oh, referee God. drops it. I thought you were talking about adolescent males. No. Go on. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, where two players are kicking each other's shins for 10 seconds and then yeah. the ball comes out where it's all manufactured now by the referee and the referee says, well, you're going to, I'm going to drop this ball and you're going to kick it to him and this and that. <laughs> just give a free, an indirect free kick or a throw in and just let the game go on that way. Um, so yeah, drop balls is my first one. Um, the second one, which will be a bit controversial is changing three new kits every season um, which yeah. really writes me. I understand, obviously, we county when we were changing manufacturer and sponsors and stuff like that every season because, you know, we they would have to go around to the dog and duck and try and get some money out of them and nobody would sign up for more than a season because they didn't think the club would be there for more than a season at times. Mm-hmm. I understand that at this point, but, you know, if we're sticking with Puma and if Vita is going to be the match sponsor, do we need three new kits? Yeah, I've got, I've got, like I say, a boy that wants all three new kits plus the special kits. That's four new kits that he's got, he's eyeing up, he wants bought during the summer period. Um, And when they're like, you know, when he's a big lad for a 13-year-old, he plays rugby. So, you know, he's in, you know, XL size shirt. So he's in an adult size shirt. Um, And then what, 45 quid a shirt. It's soon, you know, it's, it's silly, silly money. And I just think, you know, if they changed, it used to be at County that the home shirt would last for two seasons and then they would change the way shirt every other season as well. So you'd, you'd have, you know, you never used to have third kits, then it was home or away. And, you know, and I just think even if they changed the home shirt and like this season, they changed the home shirt and the third shirt and then next season they did the away shirt and the third shirt, I still think people would still buy the same number of shirts um, regardless. But yeah. yeah, that's the only thing that's on a parenting and obviously cost of everything else. It's just, why do we need three new shirts every season? And it's not like they're bad shirts either. It's not like, you know, that they've, you, everyone hated them and nobody wants to buy mm. them. Um, you know, we've had some real shocking shirts at times. And, but I think, you know, same again, over the last few seasons, I think the shirts have actually been sort of spot on. Mm. Yeah, I'll definitely chuck that in there, Rezzers. Both in the reses, yeah. 
both of your choices. Have you got anything for getting the reses this this week, Nick? Yeah, well, future ticketing has popped up, but um, I don't think anything needs needs saying on on that. Um, referees coming from big cities. Gone are the days where it was uh, Graham Paul from Tring and uh, David Ellery, the Harrow schoolmaster. Now you've got Anthony Taylor from Manchester. Just Google it, they can find out where they live and probably, you know, that's probably the reason why so they don't find out exactly where they are located. Lowestoft is the type of place that a referee should come from. Like I said, Lowestoft's the place where old people come to die, though. Um, I mean, some of the referees we've seen, I'd be quite happy. I'd, <laughs> yeah. Can we send referees to Lowestoft to die? Well, yeah. But, that, yeah, that I, it's a weird... Like I said, there is... I'm trying to think there was a... I thought there was a referee that came from this way. But, yeah, it's, the, sure problem is, <laughs> the problem is... The problem is, same again. You, you've got Norwich, you've got Ipswich, and they're still 40... 30, 40 miles away from Lowestoft. It takes me two hours just to get start the journey, just to get to Newark um, and Kings Lynn and stuff like that. So it's just it's such a, a nightmare this way. Do, do you know what? Do you know what I miss? <clears throat> and I think Bra- there's a there's a Twitter account that does this. It brains gun, white brain guns. Hmm? Oh, brains gun, brains gun. Yeah, I was gonna say white white dog shit. Is, is that what? Oh, is that what you no, mean? I don't. I don't. Yeah, miss Brian, that. Brian's gun is a Twitter page. Yeah. Yeah, and it it did a bit of a montage of when the when the commentator said, and it's uh Trevor, Trevor, someone from lower stuff. They never do that anymore, yeah. do they? They never say it no. on the on the uh, telly. FA, FA Cup final. I remember one the first FA Cup final. Well, the first FA Cup final I watched was Man United against Everton, which would have been ninety five. Yeah. But then '96 was Liverpool against Man United, and yeah. I I can't remember. It might have been Dermot Gallagher or David Ellery. Well, no, I would have remembered if it was Ellery because my TV <clears> would have got put through. But it was the had the referee getting off his coach at the start, like before the game, and and the the interviewer asked, said, "Oh, who, who do you support?" Like you won't you won't even, you can't even ask a referee a question now. You can't get anywhere near him. To, well, no unless, unless you're in an but Italian it, airport. It's... <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Less said about that, the better. But he actually, he actually said Liverpool United. Like referees should not be making jokes. Referee, no, it's not the, it's not the done thing. But I, I was convinced for years that he said Manchester United, and it was only when I saw a clip back a few years later, I was like, oh, he said Liverpool United. It's quite diplomatic, that yeah. But it's shit banter in it for a referee. I bet, I bet referees like cheer when someone drops a pint glass in the pub. Is, it, is, it, is that type? Of, I bet referees are on like when there's a Facebook article about Ryan Giggs or John Terry, the the referee will be like commenting, going, "He shagged his mate's girlfriend." Ray. It's that low level banter that's already been done. Is, Don't like is, referees. Let's get him as this. Is Mike Dean the only real sort of one that sort of come out saying that you know, obviously because he's a Tranmere fan? That, is it Mike Dean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I like Mike Dean. Only, is he the only one? Is it? Is, does that make him a bit more human? A bit more, like you say, because he's actually come out and he, you know, these videos of him actually celebrating goals and stuff in the tram here, and that you sort of think, well, actually, he understands football. He's not there as a, you know, just a, a PE teacher that's doing it for a bit of extra money. And there's another referee who's got a record shop as well, and I can't remember which one yeah. it was. A recent, recent Premier League referee, and he he retired to open up a record shop. And nice. I think, yes, this is a, the new age of. Refer- I bet they all like do yoga and stuff, don't they? 
You see, I, 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 yoga and that. I think by talking like this about referees, you are discouraging young referees to want to be referees because you're doing this in the public domain, and therefore the the situation will never get better. Just well, I mean, if, any, well, if anyone's listening to what I say and basing the life choices on it, then they've got bigger problems than that. With with that though, I've I <laughs> baffled has always baffled me why every academy, uh, you know, has to put every kid at the academy on a referees course because there's such a dropout. As we know, with players in academies, the actual percentage that actually go on to be a professional footballer is actually so small, it's unbelievable. So why don't, you know, for me, they're always going about shortage of referees. We'll make every single academy player do other things like physiotherapy, referee course, and then you can go one step further to say that every football league club has to supply their referee to the community game in their local area, which would be the you know academy player, you know we could send three of them to referee a game and two linesmen from the academy to go and do a youth match and stuff like that. So if they don't make it in a football world and they're not a player, you've got you know you might have that. Some actually I quite enjoyed that. They've got the skills. They might learn a little bit more about understanding and not having to go to referee because they've been in that position as well. But it always baffles me. Same again. Why you know that that we're not actually something they can teach the kids at an academy level actually do referee courses. Mm. Yeah. Good shout. Yeah. Because you don't, you don't get many. I think there was the one who used to play for Walsall who became a referee. It must be, must be talking like nineties. Can't remember. Can't remember the name off the top of my head. But other than, yeah, if, if there, if there were more, more exploit, you know, referees who actually played the game. I yeah. think that would make a difference. John Moss is, yeah, and his record shop's called Vinyl Whistle. How did I not remember that? That's like, <laughs> no, that's the best of, name in it for us. In terms of like music, <laughs> music slash football crossover puns, that Vinyl is Whistle is as good as it gets. Yeah, what a guy! I, what a I, guy. I love, I love pun punny shops. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it's great. I don't you get not, your not, hair not, cut at like a cut not, ball or something. Well, no, I don't. I, I don't. I don't like hair not, today not, gone tomorrow. Yeah, I, I just like the names. I don't go. In, I like there's there's a sandwich shop called Bread Brie in uh in obviously Bread Brie, you know. Yeah, so. I mean if it wasn't, <laughs> I mean it just Bread doesn't Brie really work if you start. <laughs> Marvel. <laughs> um, yeah, my my getting the reses is something completely different, really. But it's still football related. It's it's podcast accounts that Uh-oh. have what what have I done something oh. wrong here with our, no. with our Twitter no no podcast no it's nothing to do with that <laughs> no podcast accounts that create their own awards and start handing awards out to other podcast accounts you know these like ones that aren't really anything and they yeah. go and the award for um best thingy it goes to this podcast account it's like yeah but you're a podcast account <laughs> about football it's, and you're offering it's awards. really i don't it's really awkward that you should say this now because uh, we've been awarded the golden giraffe oh that's uh, lovely do you yeah. sleep with that so no my niece, my niece left it here lovely I like it so i just bring it out as a shit prop on a Mediocre podcast. division four football club podcast. That's what I mean. yeah. it's like that. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like us having awards for other podcasts. So, like, oh, the best League Two podcast apart from ours. Well, we're going to give it to, um, I don't know, another podcast in League Two. I don't know, Rochdale AFC or something. I don't know. 
All day all out. Oh, we're all day aren't we? Yeah, exactly. We, I like we, we like Tom, don't we? We like him. He's a good lad. Not in League Two anymore. That's beside the point. It's not his fault. Yeah, it's not his fault. But you, we wouldn't give them an award, would we? I just don't. Yeah, don't get it. Anyway, that's my getting the reses. Probably on my own with that one, Anna. No, no, I'm just just any sort of friendship or camaraderie amongst football fans. Yeah, I can get in the reses. I like that. There's a lot of. Uh, there's a, a a lot far far too much niceness going on. This, after after the after I shook hands with that Carlisle fan on the train coming, coming out of Wembley, <laughs> I I felt sick. I was like, what what have I what have I become? Like, but as a bit of a vindictive individual, I have to take extra care not to appear a bit of a vindictive. So, but we like our podcast mates, don't we? So like lads from Wrexham and Notts County coming up. See, we, yeah. we get. Don't, I don't think the Wrexham lads like us, though. Well, because we beat them to promotion, probably. Yeah. No, ju- just c- just because we we had the the sheer temerity to mention Wrexham at one point when we weren't playing them, <laughs> and they don't like that, do they? They, they click yeah. it up and, sh- and share it to all the Americans. That wasn't that wasn't any of the podcast lads, was it? Was it? It wasn't, but they were they were arsy about it. Oh right, they, okay. they got arsed about it. Yeah, yeah. They, they got behind. I mean, it, right, the, yeah. Is so that the one fixture you're you're looking forward to next year? Is that when the fixture no. list comes out? Is actually looking? Are you, is that one you're dreading or actually hoping that? We no, I'm. I can't be asked with the circus. Uh, yeah, I can't be asked with the circus either, and that, and that's exactly what it is. But I am looking. That will be one of the ones that I will look forward to because Wrexham away. I want us to right the wrongs of the three nil dicking that we got last season. And I'll clarify, I don't have an... As a club, quite like Wrexham, got a passionate fan base, they've got a de- decent-sized fan base. I like Reynolds and McElhenney. It's the way the media are around them that's... Mm. Uh, I, I, B, B, I got a BBC Sport breaking news notification last week that was that Paul Mullin had signed a contract extension. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. Wrexham's retain list was another one as well. Like, was, FA Cup final was more less about Man City and about Paul Mullin being the top goal scorer yeah. in the FA Cup. I swear they did not get the top goal scorer of last season's FA Cup out for that final. I, I, no, I, I don't think I'm they sure did either. They didn't. Yeah. yeah. No. And the other one, this is another one that can get in the reses. It's them all of a sudden thinking that Paul Mullins should be called up for Wales when, when he was playing for well, Cambridge. Well, when he was playing for Cambridge in League One, were they asking for yeah. him to be called up for Wales? No. No, and it, no. It's, it's, but it's Wales, though, isn't it? Yeah, but he's, he's, I think he's. I think he's grandparents are Welsh, uh-huh. just like Everyone mine. does somewhere. It's, yeah. it's one of yeah. those countries where everyone qualifies, yeah. I mean, Russ speaks the language, so, I mean, he should get in first. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, Disky Kamraig. I do speak a bit of it. Bless you. You, you. you do know now your views are going to go up by top hundreds now because all them Wrexham fans will be... Yeah. Yeah, well, they'll be clipping this. They'll be well. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, should we we'll probably we'll state side right now? Yeah. yeah, we should probably stop talking about Wrexham. But that is a fixture I'll be looking for, along with Crew, Doncaster, and all the others that I like to uh, to go. Yeah, I think Accrington will be a, an interesting one with McConville, um, if he's still there. Yeah, that's it. Morecambe, Accrington, Stanley, MK. I've never been to MK Don, so I might have a trip down there. I'm not going there. No, no. Well, that's I'm, I'm obviously. Again. With me, there's um, I've obviously lost Stevenage, I've lost Northampton, I've lost Leighton Orient, so I've lost sort of three local ones. Colchester's now my next nearest one. Gillingham, obviously, MK Dons isn't too far. 
Um, so on there. So yeah, MK Dons is one that the boys already eyed up as well. I've just got a bit of clarification on the that Middlesbrough game. Yeah, because you weren't in the Granada region, hence you wouldn't have got it on ITV. But we oh, yeah. it's, the, it's these little things that that's, I love. That, and then they're saying that, yeah, yeah, and there was no. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, and there weren't no regional say TV there. If it weren't on the Sky Sports, so it was, you know, yeah. like now you can get every regional channel you want from wherever you are. But yeah, um, at that point, yeah. Remember we, when the remember when the first leg got rained off and they put a film on instead? Do you know what film it was? It was the Poseidon oh. adventure. Oh, was it? No, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, it yeah. wasn't. But we had we had this discussion with Dave Astley, and yeah, yeah, a few, a few people got in touch and said, yeah, that that was. I mean, it'd probably be like hot fuzz nowadays, wouldn't it? Well, it's just some that's top banter, isn't it? In the Poseidon adventure, an underwater film about yeah, about water and yeah. shit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's not about water, but it's set in water. <laughs> Very short film about water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, MK Dons. Look at that. Look, M- Casbert. A lot of people doing this, not going MK Dons. Fake football club. It is. Yep. And I, I get it. it. But it's just one to tick off. There's a lot more. If you look at the division for next season, there's a lot more grudge matches, it seems, actually, in this division now. Um, mm. Obviously, we've because even, let's say, Newport and... Obviously, you have Wrexham in there. You, you know, you've got MK Dons and Wimbledon in there. So yeah. it just seems there'll be a lot more niggle, tasty, yeah, tasty, yeah, tasty fixtures. Right. I think we're just about done, are we? I reckon so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, if you haven't already, please do like the show do that now well if you're watching live and if you're watching back please do it and thank you for watching the uh, watching it back if you listen to us on the audio podcast please do rate and review and leave us a comment that would be pretty good as well thank you very much helps with the algorithms apparently as well if you set your notifications up to receive notifications when we're live and when we put our show and we plan our shows that helps us as well apparently i did that Get notifications. So I need because I need to be notified when it's when it's. Yeah, happening. you do. Yeah. <laughs> so you can turn up on time. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't say that. that. I didn't say that. Just, just, just. Yeah, you were going to though. Come on, I, I saw the cogs turning. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, we're going to be back in a couple of weeks on a Thursday. Apparently, I've just been informed. Yeah, so, and what we're going to do as well... Oh, we I'm, not sure, I'm not sure what to do Wednesday night and we can, like, predict what the fixtures will be. That'll, that'll be fun, won't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, that can get in the reserves as well. Uh, people predicting the final table. Oh, yes. that, is, that is the worst yes. thing ever. Yes. Like, oh, what do you mean, Barrow, 14th? Nobody cares. Nobody's <laughs> interested. Oh, sorry, Barrow, 12th then. Ooh. Although I did notice, right, just on that, the Notts County talk... The one that you know, the one that's been pissing the boil of all the Wrexham fans last season, not as Captain Talk. They did there's, it. There's, there's been what? That's been pissing, pissing the boil. Oh, boiling the piss. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, you knew what I meant. You knew what I meant. Uh, they they did it, um, and they put us in tenth, and that's because he did the graphic, and then couldn't be. He realised he'd, he'd done it, and then couldn't be asked changing it. He said it was. So it's too much effort to change it. It's like right, okay. So we're finishing tenth. It just it just it just cements your point, doesn't it? That's the type of attention to detail I can get on board with, to be fair. That's that sort of shoddy admin. Yeah, I'm well up for that. Is there, oh, what, I, what I saw one as well where they put Swindon down twice, I think. 
on the league table. Oh, they got them, they got them finishing them. six, and then they got them finishing seventeenth or something. Yeah. Well, so. <laughs> it just shows it just shows how nonsensical how it's just based on nothing. Unbelievable. Uh. Unbelievable. Right. Yeah, we're back a couple of weeks and we might have some news about what what is happening next season as well in terms of the podcast and how many shows we do and the frequency of them and things like that. And I don't know if you are joining us, Russ, but we're gonna be gonna be some very special uh, themed episodes coming up over up until the season starts. Some uh so we'll be yeah. keeping an eye on our social media and you'll be getting some uh We'll give you some prompts for you to suggest your players for, for those yes. those 11s we do. It's going to be us and Ben Walker, who knows all these obscure players. So, perfect. Lovely stuff. I mean, I will look forward to those. Also, we will get around to it. We're going to get Roger Wilde over for a live show in Basque. Definitely get around to that. <clears throat> still trying to line up the Mark Stott interview, just for those people that have asked. Um, it's... Apparently still on, apparently, but we just need to sign it up. He's a very busy guy, as you can imagine. And then we've got two former players as well that we've mentioned in the past uh, that I can't remember the names of. But we've we're gonna, that's, that's bad in it. But we're gonna, <laughs> but we're gonna get them out of Steve Massey and Payne, Mike Payne. Payne. So yeah, we're gonna get them on at some point as well. Lovely. There we go. Right. Let's go and watch the uh, Europa League Conference League Conference final. League, yeah. What yeah. a competition. We'll be in that soon. Let's have, a, let's have a 20-minute chat about the merits of the playing in the Conference League versus the Europa <laughs> League again <laughs> in 10 years' time. <laughs> that could be one of the special episodes, surely. You should love that last time, didn't you? <laughs> right, Daniel, you. cheers so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. Cheers, mate. Always. Hope you've enjoyed it. And cheers to everybody. Have a great weekend in the sun. A week in the sun. Uh, see you later. Bye. This episode of the Scarf Begawa War was written, recorded and produced by Russ Johnson and Nick Lee. The music on the opening titles was produced by Dan Johnson. Subscribe wherever you get your content, as well as finding out how to join the TSBW fan club. Check out the links in the description or go to all the W's, scarfbegawawar.co.uk. It's the 90th minute, all your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van, unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.